right, we're back. Episode five. Hey, everybody. Hello, hello. We're back again. We have not run away once again. How exciting. We're super happy to be here. So thank you for having us still. Apparently, you guys are still liking what we're doing. So it's news to us, but... I know. I love it. I'm really glad we like have fans who are into this. It's great. Um, so yeah, we're glad you're back with us. We're, we're happy to be here again, sharing stories with you. Um, we hope you liked our first special guest last week, Molly. We're so glad she came on and joined us for some, some fun conversation. I'm still not over um, complacent Jar Jar Binks. I will. <laughs> <No>. So good. <laughs> That's like um, it's weird because it fits, but it's also like I don't I don't see it still. But I'm like, no, she's not wrong. But like mentally, yeah. I'm just like, there's just so much more that it like, really makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But speaking of making you think, we've got another great special guest um, coming on a little later in the podcast. This time, he's going to share some personal stories with us. Yeah, he had kids, so he couldn't sit through the whole thing with us, but he's got some good ones, at least from what I remember back when I worked with him. So get excited for that. Yeah. So he'll be coming on to join us after the break for our second half with our um, personal stories corner. Um, But yeah, for now, I guess we'll just get into it. I don't really have any updates. Um, Nothing we really need to cover as usual. You know, follow us on social um, at Not So Casual Encounters on Instagram. And then... um, at NSCE podcast on Twitter. Um, we've also got, of course, our email address, as always, um, write to us, pretty much submit whatever you want. I think we've made it clear we're not picky. So <laughs> email no, plus, us. <laughs> plus, we're still like growing at this point. So, I mean, if you want to come on and be a guest, like as of right now, you have a pretty good shot. Or like if you want a story in, like you have a good shot of us reading it. So, I mean, who knows? We could grow. We could not. Hopefully we do. But right now, like if you want to do something, like go for it. Honestly, there's like a 95% chance we'll include it. So (laughs) let us know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so we're super excited um, for our special guest later. Um, But otherwise, we'll just start it off with our stories for the week. So yeah, we'll get into the top three. I think it is my turn this week. Yeah, I think I started last time. But again, this is like so much harder than I thought it would be to keep track of. So don't get mad at us if we're wrong. (laughs) I need that rock that's like you flip it. Like I need to do that. Oh my gosh, we need need some sort of system. I need Thomas to to remind us. Thomas, why why didn't you tell us? You got to keep track, buddy. Thomas is my dog. I got one to start us off with a bang. Like this okay. is, I'm it's ready. really short. It's really, really short, but it's, there's a lot here. Okay, perfect. So um, this is in Kansas City. I'm back to the uh, Craigslist because like apparently it's really good here. Why is it so wild in Kansas City? I, I love I it like though. People are like pretty normal and nice. Like just like people that like I see at like grocery stores and stuff and I'm like talking to them for an hour, but like they seem relatively normal but man the craigslist is like wild out here I love okay it. so just from just from the title like it gets me homeless question mark wanna ride and hang question mark that's the title so <laughs> let, let's what let's get into it okay yes please do please do and this is <laughs> specifically to downtown Kansas City. 
Okay, male here, looking for a homeless guy I can help. If you will pitch, I got you. Age don't matter, just let me see the tool you'll use. That's oh. the end. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. So I definitely know some of these terms. So obviously tool is his penis and pitch means that like, he's going to be the one entering the other guy is he's the top in the scenario. So, so this guy's looking for a homeless top. See, that's the thing is like, (laughs) grinders grinders a thing like you can go on grinder and that's my thing it's that like it's so specific that he wants like some random homeless dude to do this is that is that part of it like the helping the homeless guys like what turns him on like he's like i guess but like doesn't this poor homeless dude have enough also like real impressed if like these homeless dudes like have access to craigslist like good for them like yeah like if you're homeless how are you like trolling craigslist yeah I mean, like, good for them, but I'm just, like, it makes me feel bad. It's just, like, oh, this poor guy just, like, wants a sandwich, but, like, this dude's making him have, like, sex with him for it. I'm just, like, dude, no. Oh, my God. (sighs) Like, so, such an odd He wants to help him, but he wants him to penetrate him first. Yeah. I mean, at least he's not, like, receiving, I guess, but, like, still. Yikes. But why homeless? Why Craigslist? I know there's why? just so many questions on it. Wow. I know there's so many like weird men looking for another dude to either like be in the nude with them or like get a homeless dude to like serve oh them. God. I'm just like, Ugh. dude night. Nude night. <laughs> nude nude night. night with a homeless dude. Maybe it's the same guy. I should double check that it's not the <laughs> same person. <laughs> Nude night kills me. Jeez. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, oh, it doesn't say. Oh, gosh. Damn. Well, that's interesting. I I mean, I hope this guy finds what he's looking for, I guess. But yeah. also, I don't know. I don't know if his intentions are pure. It's <laughs> a real weird intentions. Mm. I'm like halfway to thinking this is like a serial killer who's like like luring like, homeless yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. Like this sounds like the start of a Criminal Minds episode. I'll be real with you. Yeah, like every time I see a Craigslist ad, I'm just like serial killer. Like that's like honestly my first thought sometimes. Is I know, like, yeah. Is... No, I agree. I agree completely. It's like a serial killer playground. Oh, well, that's disturbing. Um, I've got, I don't know. I guess it's it's a little similarly vague for the Craigslist post for my first one. So I'll just get into it. Um, the title is Ride Harley's In Search of Slim Happy Lady. Yeah, um, I won't even go into like the grammatical formatting of that. Slim and happy. <laughs> yeah, slim and happy. That's a lot to ask. <laughs> I mean, if you're uh, skinny, you're not happy because no, you want to eat. No, because food's great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, so it's just says guy 55 not fat or bald just bored in search of nice lady not into losers or phonies. And that's it. <laughs> so oddly less this. sexual than I thought it would be. No, I love I kind of love this one. That's why I picked it because um he he just wants to ride Harleys with a slim, happy lady who's nice. He's not into losers or phonies. I mean, same. And he's saying he's not fat or bald. He's just bored. 
And this ties back into what we talked about on the last episode, how a guy being bored, I feel like is honestly the worst possible scenario every time. Like men, when they get bored, I don't know what happens, but just something comes over them and they make horrible decisions. Yeah. I make the worst decisions ever. Cause I'm just like, Hey, I'm bored. Like, why not? Like, yeah, like I, I don't get it. <laughs> and they always admit like, because I was bored and I'm just yeah. like, but you knew, you knew what you were doing. So why didn't you stop yourself? Like, oh my gosh. Oh, check yourself before you wreck yourself, I guess, is my advice here. But yeah, okay. that's my whole one. I, I enjoyed it. That's like weirdly the like most normal, I think, one we've had on Craigslist, He's really. He's trying to chill, honestly. Yeah, he yeah. sounds cool, honestly. Like, I'd go hang with him. Yeah. So this is a Reddit one. It's a Today I Fucked Up, and it's titled Today I Fucked Up by Setting My Pwn my boyfriend's penis on fire oh no no yeah oh my god am i like emotionally ready for this so like i will give you a little bit of a spoiler it's um metaphorically on fire okay 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 Okay. all right if that like eases everyone's pain a little bit a little bit okay So last night, my boyfriend and I made dinner for ourselves as usual, and I was in charge of chopping all the veggies while he banned the bacon. This is important because in those veggies were two jalapenos, which got their spicy juices all over my fingers and under my nails. Mm. Fast forward through dinner. It was delicious, by the way. And boyfriend and I are cuddling on the love sack. Love sack. Oh my God. Do you know what those are? No. Okay. They are like giant bean bags like like, ones that are like legit furniture and they're like five hundred dollars but they're just like amazing yeah i want one (laughs) i've tried that was like some british term no i've tried to get andrew to buy one like so many times (laughs) like you don't even know (laughs) all right we were cuddling on the love sack and starting to get a little bit frisky I'm on my period and didn't really want to deal with how messy that would be. So I thought to myself, I'm going to suck this boy's dick so good right now to show him how much I love and appreciate him. He was well, that's really very... thoughtful. <laughs> I know, I like that. It's like, I can't have sex, but you know. Oh, nice. All right, so we, so we moved to the bed. I start to get into it and I noticed that my lips are starting to get a little warm. That's when I remembered that I forgot to wash my hands after handling jalapenos for dinner. I explained this to my boyfriend, kind of laughing at this point, and he says he can feel a little bit, but it feels like it kind of felt nice. I shrug and keep going like an idiot, playing with fire and my boyfriend's penis. The foreshadowing is so good here. My high school English teacher would really use this as a lesson. Anyway, I start getting really into it and getting slobbery, which of course makes the spiciness on my lips worse. So I get up to wash my hands and face before it gets too bad for my boyfriend and his precious peen. As I'm washing my hands, my boyfriend suddenly yells in pain from the bedroom. I look back at him and he is bracing tightly against the pain of jalapeno flames engulfing his pee-pee. Fuck, he runs to the bathroom and with a look of pain in his eyes I've never seen before, frantically searching for something to put an end to his nightmare. I run a washcloth under cold water and wrap it around his penis. This works for a second, but the jalapeno is too strong. Then I have an idea. What if we dunk your penis in a glass of milk? Silence. Yes. 
So I run to the kitchen laughing harder than I should have because this beautiful, amazing man is dying of jalapeno penis by my hand. Pour a glass of milk and wait for him to walk out with the most dejected and pained look on his face. Then the man that I love, respect, and admire more than anything else in the world took the glass of milk from my hand and stuck his penis in it. <laughs> I, I tried to contain my giggles, but I couldn't. It was just too ridiculous to watch. I had to step away to attempt to compose myself as I watched him squat down and dangle his dick in the glass of milk. Oh. Oh. Lord help me, but I couldn't fucking handle it. Uh, and that's the end of it. Oh my she didn't God. see if it worked. I was hoping that it must have worked. I guess. Yeah, that's but, a good. So yeah, um, PSA out there: if you have jalapeno on your dick, the glass of milk works. I'm assuming. Oh my God! But wash your fucking hands. Like, jeez, right. <laughs> how hard is that? Also, oh, just like no. being done with dinner in general, I just wash your hands. Wash like, your hands. <laughs> like, I know. Like, how is this happening? <laughs> uh yeah wow yikes well that just like made me like twitch a little bit and i don't even have a penis but oh my no, god that really hit home for me especially like the on fire i was expecting like i don't know a candle involved for some reason like that's my like first thought when i read the title i was, I was like ooh, candle if someone waxer. literally had like third degree burns on their penis i was gonna be horrified so i'm glad it was like yeah. a metaphorical fire but still Wow. Yeah, metaphorical fire, but still painful all the same. Yes. God. All right. Well, my next one is pretty short, um, but I just thought it was funny for a number of reasons. So the title is Saw You Today. It's just in San Diego. It doesn't give any more specificity than that. And he says, I saw you today while I was driving. You were a very cute woman. I was the Latino man that drove past you. Let me know if this was you. Smiley face. And that's, that's it. That's, that's it. Like literally. Description. Okay, so all we've gathered from this is that he's a Latino man and he was driving in San Diego. That's it. <laughs> that is literally like half the population of San Diego. <laughs> like I don't also, know. <laughs> a female outside who saw a Latino man. Oh, cool. That's like literally half of that. All that's the other ladies. half. Like, yeah. I, <laughs> I know. Like, this is so vague. I just don't understand like why you would even bother posting that. Like there's literally no identifying features for either person. No. Hmm. Interesting. I want to believe that's not real, but like, I think it is, but I'm just like, what, what logic went into this that you thought this was going to be successful? It's so vague. Like, I don't get it. Huh. Interesting. Oh, well, maybe he met up with random lady. Maybe just, I don't know. Maybe it was just like kind of a, kind of a blind casting call of like, hey, if you're willing to respond to this, like, let me know and I'll act like it was you. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I don't know. But God. Did you ever see the horror film, The Interview? No, I don't think so. It's a, a Japanese horror film that we watched in college. It's like really uh, random. I don't know why anyone would watch it. So like you had a okay. perfect response. But anyway, it's um, it. it's about a guy who I guess like he's like in the movie business. And so he wants a girlfriend. And so like he and a friend just like set up a random interview for like a casting call. Mm-hmm. And so like the girl, that they, like that's how he chooses the girlfriend is just like random like casting call. And that kind of reminded me of it because it's just like that's so random and weird. Like, wait, do. so but it's a horror movie? Then what happens? Oh, it's a horror film. Oh gosh. She uh, she oh. goes crazy. Is the 
oh she goes crazy she goes crazy oh and, okay uh, i thought it was gonna be like he chops her up or something <laughs> like, well it's a really like slow burn so the first like hour and 15 minutes i was like is something gonna happen and then like literally the last 15 minutes of the movie you're just like holy shit it's like it's ooh. like legitimately terrifying Ooh, okay i like that i like movies where it's like a a slow burn kind of mm-hmm. like i feel like that's like like blair witch project was a good example of that yeah like it's just like very slowly built and then like i don't know i feel like kind of all the paranormal activity movies are like that especially the first one. Oh yeah I, the first one was neat because it was so like unique especially like it's like oh the sheets moved or something like that like if you saw it in a theater it was like terrifying and then like friends and i watched it later and we we're like oh this is like stupid like just the well sheet moved, once like, two you, inches once you know that like everything except for the last like 10 minutes of the movie is like almost nothing it's like not fun anymore for that one but the first time i watched like gosh i want to say it's the i don't know if it's the second or third one actually i like the third one a lot there was one that got me good is that the one where they're kids and they're in the house yes it's when they're growing up it's when the second second that's the second one the third one yeah wait no, I think it's the third one. Because I yeah, think the, the third second one, is when the, one yeah, kids, and like that's how she gets the demon. The second original. one is when it jumps to like the sister's family, right? Or yeah, whatever. Yeah, so like I didn't like that one very no. much because that was where all the like pots and pans in the kitchen fall down. Yeah, that's like what I remember lame. from that one. But like the third one is I think is the one that goes back to like where it began, like when the mm-hmm. two sisters are like growing up in their childhood home. And that's the one with like okay, this scene, I still can't even think about it. I get like chills, but they like put the guy puts the um the video camera on the dad or whatever fan? puts the vi- video camera on the fan and it yeah. slowly goes back and forth you know what i'm talking about oh mm-hmm. my god that scene like i can't with that that was a good scene too i was like gosh i still can't even like think about that one but yeah that one was really good i do anyway. love those movies so it's like hey like we're about to die let's just make sure we get this on film first because like that would be a real shame if we I know like what is the logic of like recording it if you know the creepy shit's happening in your house like I'm sorry but like you know it's happening like why do you need to record it oh by the way I've never actually seen the Blair Witch I know that's like what yeah no oh no no it's so good wait you have to watch it like immediately I know I need to it's It's always on my like my my brain to like oh I need to go watch this but never have I, that's like, one that's one that i made andrew watch because he hadn't seen it either and he loved it it's so good i saw jaws at like 21 or something like that so sometimes on horror i've been like a little bit late jaws is good jaws is like is. fun fact me and andrew watched jaws on our third date and you know what the third date means mm-hmm. yeah so that's you got how it on my... the Bruce. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, after we finished the movie, we're not animals. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> if you know me, you know that I'm, I'm like, excuse me, I'm watching this movie. Like, I'm very much a movie I'm person. I'm very much like so, that, too. Yeah. I'm like, don't touch me. I'm busy. <laughs> like, <laughs> or if it happens, I'm like, can we pause this? Like, I can't mentally can't handle this. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't want to miss this scene. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But yeah, Andrew also like filled me with like barbecue <laughs> beforehand too, <laughs> which I still laugh about. We went to Phil's, which is a really good barbecue place in San Diego for our third date. But like, I'm like, thanks for like giving me the meat sweats and just like, <laughs> like filling me with like barbecue, <laughs> like, like the heaviest possible meal. <laughs> That's funny. I know he really rolled the dice on that one. He was looking for a risk, I guess, but yeah. 
Anyway, okay. sorry so my, for the movie side stories. <laughs> oh, you're good. I think I began that, so on me. Anyway, this one goes out to Andrew because I know he's going to love this one. Okay. Okay. Uh, obligatory uh, happened about 30 minutes ago on mobile, so I apologize for formatting. Okay, whatever. Uh, me, a 23-year-old male and girlfriend, 19 female, were getting frisky in bed, and she said, whoa there, man. Where do you think you're going? All flirtatious like as I was sticking my hand down her pants. Hot. All day long, I gave this, gave this girl nothing but smart ass comments along with the tender and loving care all humans desire. So why should this moment be any different? Oh, how wrong was I? I replied, I'll take you to Flavortown. Yes. <laughs> and immediately got a nosebleed that would not stop for a good 15 minutes. <laughs> she proceeded to laugh so much while I had to sit there and accept that I used his name in vain. Never before have I smit, smited down so quickly, but know that Guy's name and all he represents wields so much power over me, me that even the utterance of his brand negatively can mean life or death. So use your words wisely, guys. Mine almost cost me my life today, and now I have to new outlook on things. Oh my gosh, that's so good because it combines like so many things that I love. Um, I know. Nosebleed horror stories, uh, Guy Fieri, and God, it's so good. Wow. I love it. Yeah. So Do like, not quote I'll... the Lord's name in vain. No. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't think we've really brought up Guy Fieri on this podcast. I don't think we have, but like we should because he's great he's a good human being like he's donated like 24 million dollars to like out of work like restaurant workers like i know he like looks funny and that's like kind of like the joke online but like he's legit like a good human being which is so wholesome and i love it because yeah i kind of thought he was just kind of like this internet punchline kind of like nickelback or something for the longest time and then like i found out that andrew's actually like very into him like enjoys his shows and so so i was like wait really and then i started like reading more about him and i'm like wait this guy's super wholesome and awesome like what have i been missing so yeah (laughs) my mom has watched i think all like 30 or 31 seasons of tenor's drive oh my god that's so many (laughs) she loves sky (laughs) okay that's great i love it but yeah yeah no he's really wholesome so that's awesome he's he's a good dude but oh flavor town don't take flavor town in vain no uh, never (laughs) guess like i learned his lesson (laughs) that's amazing all right so my last one um is another rather vague one but i love it so the title is let's go for a walk question mark and it's just in san diego he says 24 year old mexican guy here any girl want to go for a night walk at the beach? Question mark. We can share a joint, winky face. Not looking for anything sexual. Always been curious what kind of people navigate through here, so testing the waters. Your pick gets mine. You can send a snap, too. That's it. So I like this one because he's, like, self-aware enough to know that, like, yeah. posting on Craigslist missed connections is, like, a total wild card. So he like admits he's like testing the waters, which I think is really funny because most people who post on here like are not that self-aware. But also I think it's very funny that he just wants to go walk on the beach at night and smoke a joint and he's not looking for anything sexual. Like, okay, so you're just looking for like a buddy? Like, but why does it have to be a girl? Like in that case. 
I know it's like uh, it, those are always odd to me where it's like it seems like friendship like on description but it's clearly like they're just like hey looking for someone to hang out with must be skinny 19 year old female must be hot female <laughs> like, yeah. yeah yeah so I don't know what he's actually looking for but also like the walking on the beach at night also kind of gave me like some serial killer vibes because like the beaches are really dark at night like I, I mean, will say because like I'm on Tinder not really currently but I've been on Tinder like his descriptions very tender like because a lot of girls now are like hey let's hang out and smoke a joint like there's so many girl profiles that do that now or like, sometimes it messes me up I'm like oh I guess that's a new thing now do you think they're just trying to be cool or like say like what guys want to hear or do you think they're legitimately like very into it and like aren't gonna be interested if a guy like doesn't want to smoke with them I'm curious like where it's coming from but like the same one like Okay, half the time those same ones like have them with like a giant bong that they're hitting too. Oh, so like okay. those on like so they're it's serious. it's like a they're serious sort of thing. Gotcha. But I think yeah, I mean to me I'm like it's also I guess a variant of like saying like let's get a drink too. So like okay. you could just be chill with someone like that. I guess that's so. like the new thing now that it's like legal yeah. like all over. All right, interesting. Well, that was mine. I enjoyed it. Oh, cool. All right. Was that already all three? Wow, I feel like we had yeah, through those Yeah, it seems like time. we flew by those, yeah. Yeah, all right. We'll just spend more time with Elliot. That's cool. Yeah, so we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back from the break, um, Elliot will join us, and we'll get into it. So we'll be right back. Perfect. See you guys. Have you run out of new shows to watch on Netflix or Hulu? Well, Fribble is a new type of streaming service. All shows on Fribble are 18 seconds long, and this is no way demeaning to millennials by assuming we're just too ADHD to concentrate for more than 15 seconds. Are you tired of watching Star Wars and superhero movies that make billions of dollars? Well, Fribble has no existing IP on its whole service. On an unrelated note, did you know a lot of entertainment union contracts do not cover projects that are in short form? We'll use promo code NOTSOCASUAL for the first 10 years of Fribble for free. Fribble, in no way is this a streaming version of a Ponzi scheme. And we're back! Back from break, and we have a special guest! So this is Elliot. Um, he and I used to work together in State Farm uh, in Tulsa back in the day. We've since both moved out of Oklahoma, but uh, Elliot happens to be a big fan of the podcast. So we'll just welcome you on. Welcome, Elliot. Uh, say whatever you want to the listeners out there. Yeah, hey, guys. I uh, appreciate you guys um, fitting me in here. I'm excited to be your uh, your guest here to tell you guys some of my personal um, sex stories. So uh, I, if you guys want, I'll just get right into it. Um, yeah. just go I'll, for I'll, it. I'll lay the groundwork here a little bit. Um, so, uh, I'll, uh, this was happened, this happened back in 2007. This was, um, the summer after I graduated from high school and, um, this was July, I believe it was, um, my wife and I, well, she was my girlfriend at the time. We, we started dating about a month before this happened. Um, but one uh, one night we went to go uh, go see a movie. We went to go see I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, starring uh, Adam Sandler and uh, Kevin James. Uh, Kevin James just happens to be my like the one celebrity that I cannot stand, 
absolutely just cannot. <laughs> and I don't know if it's related to this story or not, but anything that he's been in, whether it's Paul Blart or, you know, that stupid international Netflix spy movie he was in a couple years ago, I just, I can't. I never watched King of Queens, anything like that. I just cannot stand this guy. So um, Megan, my wife, my, my girlfriend at the time, uh, went to go see it opening weekend. We went to the, the local theater here. Regular date night, you know, everything's fine. Um, we come back to to my house and, um, you know, things start getting a little sexy. So we go up to one of the vacant uh, bedrooms, which just happened to be my younger sister's old room. She had moved out and uh, my mom wasn't home. We had the whole house to ourselves and we were still in this phase where, you know, this, the, the new phase when you're dating someone and you're having sex, um, just all the lights are off. Basically, the only light that was coming in was was the moonlight. So um, we, uh, for those of you who don't know, I guess probably most people don't know, um, I was not circumcised um, when I was younger. My parents just decided against it. Um, you know, if you if you've seen any of the documentaries about it, it's pretty terrifying. And I guess you guys probably have some um, some listeners over in the UK. I think you guys mentioned in a previous episode. Um, so it's it's more of an American thing, as far as I'm aware. And most of the, the rest of the world is is it's common practice not to be circumcised. So I got teased a little bit when I was a kid growing up, but it never really bothered me. I thought it was cool. I thought it made me different. Uh, my wife and uh, she never really mind. She thought it was she thought it was kind of cool. So. Anyway, um, we're totally naked. We're banging it out in my sister's old room. And <laughs> wait, can I can I ask why it was in the the sister's room? It, uh, I think there, like, I think it was just it was just the proximity to the bathroom. Her her room was like across the sh the hall from the bathroom that we had upstairs, and then my old room um, was next door to my parents' room upstairs. So uh, we didn't want to go in my room because we thought it was it was just kind of weird and then i don't know it was just vacant we just went up there whatever so we used to so whenever we used to to um have sex back then um i used to get rug burn on my knees all the time right so i my knees would be all scraped up and everything and they're all scabbed and gross so we're we're banging in in the room and it's totally dark and at this point I was, I wasn't a virgin, but sex was still pretty new. So I was still kind of like figuring it out. I had sex a couple of times before uh, me and my wife ended up getting together, but um, we finished, well, it was, I guess it was painful at the time. You know, I was kind of hurting whenever I was, you know, going at it. So we, I finished or we finished and we get, we put our clothes back on before we turn the light on. We looked down and there's like, some blood on the carpet and I'm like oh this has got to be from you know my knees or whatever like you know no big deal so my uh my wife had lived uh her neighborhood or her house was the neighborhood across the street so it's literally like a 90 second drive from from my place to her place and she leaves immediately after goes home and the second she goes home I go to the bathroom I pull my pants down and there's just blood all over my penis and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like what, I, it hurt, but like, where did this blood come from? So then my wife texts me and she goes, hey, I think I started my period. And I was like, I was inspecting myself and I was like, oh, I don't think you started your period. 
what happened was is my penis ripped. So if you think about no. if you think about the underside of your penis um, or a penis, um, if there's a piece of skin when you have your foreskin, it's attached to the underside by what's called a frenulum. It's the exact same thing that's what's under your tongue. So I think about that, mm -hmm. that skin that's under your tongue. Um, so while we were in the course of having sex this particular time, it just completely ripped and just bled everywhere, all over me, all over inside of her vagina, all over the carpet. <laughs> so now, oh. that you think, now that you look at it after the fact, you're like, oh, that's a lot of blood for, you know, a scraped knee. But um, <laughs> my wife had thought that it was her. But uh, unfortunately, it was me. So I had ripped my frenulum all the way down. And I was too embarrassed to, you know, tell my parents about it or really tell anybody about it. Um, and it just kind of healed on its own after, I don't know, a week or so. It healed really fast. You know, it's, it's not too dissimilar from, you know, if you get um, an injury in your mouth, they tend to, to heal a little bit quicker for whatever reason. Um, but that is how I tore my penis after... Uh, watching I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry so um, I hate that movie it's a terrible movie I have not seen it since and um, that's probably the reason why I hate Kevin James so much wait just to clarify too this woman also married you later too yeah so that okay. was another thing um, you know she didn't freak out she didn't uh, <laughs> luckily she did I didn't scare her away with um, you know actively bleeding inside of her um, her private area but um, yeah, that that was definitely something that we bonded over, um, and we you know we always laughed about it. If we tell people about it now, they get a little grossed out, but we think it's it's kind of funny. Oh no, that's <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, exactly. I think I think I was more freaked out than she was. Well, it's your ripped penis, so I mean, yes. that's valid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe yeah. it just like healed on its own though. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I couldn't do anything with it. I, you know, when you're 18, you just want to masturbate all the time. Right? So <laughs> that was probably the hardest part was just like, I have to like chill out. I have to be cool about this. I can't, you know, you know, ended up being like a week. So I couldn't, couldn't masturbate for about a week. But, uh, you know, when I tell you the second story that's coming up, the second part of the story, it's, you know, this is nothing compared to, to that. So uh, I'll just, I'll, do you guys have any more questions about that one? Or do you guys want me to roll into the next one? No, I mean, just get right into it. That was great, <laughs> <Yeah>. though. <laughs> I'm still, I'm yeah. still just processing your, like, Wolverine level style heal, healing ability with your penis, honestly. I know, that's like... you just, like, grew it right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny, because it didn't, it didn't, like, reattach itself. It just, it just kind of healed. So the sex after that had happened was a lot better, because... What was happening was it was the, the skin was like pulling on the, the tip of my penis so it was pulling it down oh. and it just hurt so after that ripped and healed it uh it really wasn't all that bad anymore so um you know it sucked that it went through and i don't know how you know the rest of the the population that isn't circumcised deals with that um but uh yeah just for me it just happened to rip and then it was a lot better afterwards so you know i can't really complain too much about it Interesting. Wow. <laughs> I've learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so this, this second one, Joe, you said you already kind of knew about it. 
But this I do, one, and I'm gonna literally be watching Sarah's reactions. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> we well, and I'll, I'll share this with you guys if if you want it. Um, after I volunteered to uh, to go on the the podcast here with you guys, uh, I have I have a picture of it, um, so I can send it to you guys if you if you're morbidly curious about what this looks like. But I'm it will no way. Uh, in, in any way, shape, or form, force you guys to look at this because it's pretty brutal. Okay. But so, so let's, let's let's fast forward. That was um, the summer of 2007. So if we fast forward to the summer, or I guess the spring of 2017, um, I started having some issues with my foreskin again. Uh, but this one uh, was diagnosed as um, phimosis or paraphimosis. So. If you Google that, basically what it says is it's um, the tightening of the foreskin around the head of your penis. So your foreskin's supposed to retract all the way back um, so you can clean and, you know, so you don't get smegma and all of the, this kind of nasty shit. And um, my penis, when I, when I would go to pull my foreskin back, it was really tight, really painful. It wasn't the frenulum, like the other side. It was just all the way around. The skin was just was just tightening. I guess there's um, some micro tears in it that happen over time. So they heal and then your your foreskin just inevitably just kind of gets tighter and shrinks a little bit. So um, that, you know, started making sex painful again. At this point, we had two kids. Our son was born, gosh, six months um, before that. And then we had a three and a half year old. Um, so we were like, I was like, I got to go see a urologist. I got to go see what's going on. So go see the urologist and they're like, Hey, look, you're going to have to get circumcised. And I was like, I, I don't really want to, like, isn't there something we can do? And they're like, well, you can get creams to kind of, you know, relax the skin and, and they'll help heal it. But you're kind of past that. You're going to, you don't really have any other choice. Um, so I had always, you know, all my friends knew, all my family knew that I wasn't circumcised. It was part of my identity to, to some point because um, I, you know, we joke about it. Everyone would make fun of me about it. I always thought it was cool, like I said, because it made me different than most everyone else I knew. But uh, <clears throat> we decided to go in and um, get circumcised. So I went in, the surgery went, went fine. <clears throat> I was in the hospital for like a day or so. And we um, went home to, we had to stop at Target to get um, I don't know, some Percocet or some kind of meds or something like that. <clears throat> and so instead of getting on one of those mobilized carts that Target has, I decided to walk in there with my wife. I felt pretty good. So the doctor told me to just kind of take it easy, but I was like, I'm just going to walk in there, get my drugs and go home and lay in bed. So we go, we go get the drugs, go home, I get in bed, and my penis starts to hurt a little bit. And so I'm laying, I get a thing of ice, I'm sitting in my, laying in my bed, just chilling, watching some TV. And then all of a sudden I feel this huge, warm gush. And I was like, in my lap. And I was like, um, okay, what the hell is going on? So I get up, go to the bathroom, and my penis is just like filling up with blood, like crazy. <laughs> so... No. It's like, come, like so they, they had cut the, um, the foreskin off and I had all these stitches in around the entire, uh, you know, 
the diameter or circumference or whatever of my penis and it was just like filling up slowly and I was like this is not good like what the fuck is happening to my penis so I called the doctor he's like you need to go stand in your bathtub and hold your penis like you're masturbating and just squeeze it really tight <laughs> squeeze all the blood out and it'll help put pressure on wherever the blood's coming from it'll stop so I do that for like two hours the blood doesn't, <laughs> oh the blood doesn't, the blood doesn't stop and it's getting worse and my penis is just getting bigger and bigger it literally started to begin to look like the like just a water balloon full of blood but it was my penis and so I was like I gotta go to the hospital and this is that probably I probably got home at like I don't know five or six in the evening and then by like 10 we were back at the hospital so I'm like, we got to go. My wife took me to the hospital and they're like, okay, you got to go sit down in the waiting room. So we go sit in the waiting room and my penis just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I thought my fucking dick was going to explode. <laughs> and so we finally go up and we're like, hey, look, we need to see somebody right now. And they're like, okay, we'll go show somebody. And so they take us to the back really quick. And I'm just like, look, I need to go see somebody right now because my dick is going to explode. And so they're like, all right, let me see it. So I pull my pants down and they see my penis and they're like, holy shit, we got to get you to see somebody right now. <laughs> so on one hand, I'm like, oh, this is great because I'm going to get seen. And then on the other hand, I'm like, well, they think this is really bad. So this is making me even more nervous. So, so we go in and um, like, it's midnight these doctors are coming in and they're like, Hey man, we need to see your penis. And I was like, all right, here you go. And they're like, Holy shit. What the fuck is this? And no joke. It looks like the, like the eggplant emoji. And oh my God. thankfully I took a picture of it right before they took me into uh, the second emergency surgery to save my penis from exploding. And that's the picture that I have that I'll be happy to share with you guys. If you are oh my willing God. I'm gonna, yeah, morbid curiosity. I'm gonna need to see that. <laughs> I mean, so we had, so we had two little kids, and um, what I had to do was like I had to, I had to get a diaper and put it over my crotch to keep my penis from bleeding everywhere. And when I pulled it up the other day, I hadn't looked at the picture in a couple years, but um, it's hard to look at. It's hard to look at for me, but now I can kind of laugh at it. I couldn't look at it for for the longest time. But I did have one doctor come in. He looked at, he's like, hey, man, like, I'm not trying to make fun of you. You know, I understand you're in a lot of pain. But one of the other doctors told me what's going on. And he's like, I just really want to see your penis. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's bad when you're like a medical mystery. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Like, that's what I felt like. like. I was just like, you know, now I'm like the circus guy. Like, I'm the guy with the giant, you know, blood-filled penis. So... He, I was like, you know what, man, like, I get it, you know, here, take a peek. So I pulled my sheet over and showed, he was like, holy shit, dude, that has to hurt. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no shit, motherfucker. So, you know, this guy came in, like, probably the worst pain I've ever been in. One of the nurses came in and he was super nice. He was like, look, man, this is going to hurt really bad. And I was like, what are you going to do? And he's like, I have to get some pressure on this. We can't let this thing keep filling up. So he just came in with some gauze and just tightly wrapped it around my penis and it was just like the most excruciating pain that uh that i've ever experienced so um thankfully 
we had a second surgery that night um, that released all the things in there. I guess one of the issues was one of the veins in my penis wasn't cauterized well enough. So they had to go in and, and re-cauterize it. Um, and then it was fine after that. There was a ton of blood that was still in my penis. And basically what the process was afterwards was it wasn't just like, hey, you know, we drained the blood, it's going to go away. It was like, hey, we did what we got the blood out, but, you know, there's a bunch of blood in there. So what's going to happen is it's going to go from your shaft and it's going to collect down into your testicles. So over the next, I don't know, probably month or so, you could see the blood. It would start like it was migrating down to the base of my pelvis and going into my scrotum. And my scrotum was like probably twice the size it normally was. And there were, you could just feel like this like coagulated like mass of blood that was like a third testicle in my scrotum and it was just like the gnarliest nastiest thing like you know it was I couldn't walk I, I mean I think I I had to go to work you know at some point so I had to walk very gingerly and walk really slow and everything like that and I think maybe Joe you know what's, what's going on I know Matt knew what was going on too he was another uh, buddy of ours that that worked in the same office so um, I just kind of had to take it easy for a little bit, but man, it was, it wasn't just like, you know, this little thing. It was like a three month process probably till I was back to normal and back to, you know, getting it on after that. So those are, uh, my two penis horror stories for you guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you have, you have had a, a challenging penis life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Okay, so I guess my question after all of this then is, are you now like pro-circumcision like when they're tiny or would you still like not recommend it? Um, like, where are you at after this whole saga? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. So um, I am, I'm not going to say I'm anti-circumcision. I don't think there's, I think I'm an anomaly for the most part. Um, from everything I, my doctor said, um, this just happens to about 1% of people that are, um, are not circumcised. So I think, um, the benefits of not being circumcised are greater than being circumcised. I don't really think there's any benefit to being circumcised. Really. It's more of a, um, I don't know, aesthetic type thing. It, there's really no medical reason for anyone to be circumcised. Um, but uh, there's actually a really good Netflix documentary on there about it. I couldn't remember the name of it, but they, they kind of walk you through what the process is and show you the kind of contraptions they put babies in to circumcise them. And it's pretty fucked up. Like it's really not that cool. But with that being said, when my son was born, we didn't circumcise him. You know, we felt it was important for his penis to look like my penis because now he's three and a half and he's starting to look at himself and, you know, try to figure it himself out and all that stuff. And he's noticed that mine looks different than his. So, you know, that's a harder conversation to have than, you know, if I was still uncircumcised, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess people can do whatever they want, but um, you know, we chose not to for our son and, you know, I think it's people can do, whatever they want. So that's a great question. Also to put in perspective too, you also 
had a vasectomy, so you even had more medical history. I have not, I have not had a vasectomy. Oh, I thought you did. No, I'd like to. Um, now that we've had, we have two, we're pretty much done. Um, I've been talking about it for the last couple of years, but I have not actually done it yet. So um, that's on the that's on the table. But part of my hesitation has been I've already been through so much penis trauma. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I, honestly, if I hadn't gone through that, I would have had it by now. Um, but I know, you know, that's a much less invasive surgery than what most people realize. But um, I just I'm not not ready yet, but um, I'm getting there. Yeah, your so you, junk, your junk has seen some things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been through some shit. So, uh, yeah, so it's, I, it's, uh, go ahead, Joe. I always heard that with um, like circumcised versus uncircumcised, that sur- um, uncircumcised felt more pleasure. So you're saying that is a definite true that, is that a statement. Def- it, it took me a while to. I mean, the first thing that I noticed was that I was having all that pain before. Um, because of the phimosis, it was making sex, you know, it was pleasurable, but you know, I wasn't able to enjoy it as much because I was still dealing with the pain. So I feel like, you know, from my recollection, um, having an uncircumcised penis is a lot more pleasurable than having sex with a circumcised penis. Um, you know, from, from my, my perspective, I don't think my wife really noticed the difference at all. Um, but um, she did say that she could feel, I don't know, the, the contours of my penis better, uh, specifically, you know, around the head and everything. But um, other than that, I think it's been, it's, it's not very noticeable, but if you have to kind of just kind of sit there and think about, you know, what it felt like before and what it feels like now. But now it's been so long, I don't even, re- even really remember what it felt like. But that was... Um, you know, that's kind of the, the big topic, the big debate is, you know, which one's more pleasurable and having sex as an adult with both. Um, I'm probably one of the few people that, you know, has an expert and opinion on it. Interesting. Huh. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Do you guys have any more questions <laughs> about, about foreskin? I'm questions about foreskin all day you're like the foreskin expert honestly it really I like is it. yeah <laughs> well this you guys were talking about um in the last episode i think you were talking about um semen being good for your hair oh yeah <laughs> some random like lady thought yeah. that <laughs> yeah i never heard that but i i do know of a cream that um was made i don't know if they make it anymore but they they make it out of discarded foreskin from babies and that's supposed to be like some kind of miracle face cream or something shit like that but that i mean i heard about that like 10 years ago i'm pretty sure that's a thing if you're like a witch (laughs) 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 i thought bad that my reaction was like my reaction was like oh good they're doing something with them i guess to just throw them out Waste yeah, not. You know, they, they wouldn't let me they wouldn't let me keep mine i asked them if i could keep it after the yeah. fact and they said no so oh my gosh you know, just in like maybe, a little maybe, glass jar yeah. like, <laughs> maybe, maybe there's a black market for it you know people are buying foreskin off off the street but oh uh <laughs> yeah, I, I can just know. see you like longingly looking at the jar like uh the good Those old days, were the days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people here on my desk and then people come over and then we give them the house tour and they're like hey what's that it's like oh that's my adult foreskin and then that's a good way, <laughs> that's a good way to get people to leave and never come back <laughs> <laughs> oh my god 
excellent. Wow. Well, now yes. I'm hoping I like never have a boy as a child just because I don't want to have to make <laughs> these types of decisions. This is like something yeah. that I, I've legitimately thought about before. I'm like, oh God, like I don't want to have to make that call. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, there's, and there's a big, big debate about it. You know, I think some people, there's obviously some religious um, views tied to it. Um, I think the hospital tried to pressure my wife into doing it. Um, which I thought was kind of shitty. And I, I think if, if you end up looking up that documentary on Netflix about it, I think that's kind of a common thing. Unfortunately, I think the hospitals just kind of do it to, to make money or, you know, for whatever reason, but there's really no medical reason for it. So um, yeah, I mean, it's just your preference and you know, whatever you guys want to do. I mean, people will judge you probably either way. So, um, you know, just got to do whatever you want. So yeah, no, it is interesting because I didn't real I, for the longest time I didn't really realize that this is very much like an American thing that this is not mm -hmm. like the world standard. So it's super interesting because like I am, yeah. I in my various adventures I have never encountered an yeah. uncircumcised one. So right. I like don't even have any experience on the topic. But it it's very interesting that it's the norm here and it's just not a thing anywhere else really. So. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you go outside of America, I think I, I don't know what the numbers are, but I think it's like. 50 50 um is you know circumcised and uncircumcised so you know i guess uh i don't think i don't even think yeah my wife hadn't had any experiences either prior to me so um yeah i think you're probably in the majority there sarah yeah and so what um with your parents what made them decide i'm curious like what was their yeah. logic yeah so my my dad was um and their their logic was you know they saw what they do to kids. And my dad was like, you know, I'm not going to do that to my newborn son. Like, that's just, I don't want to put them through that, you know, emotional pain. Um, but um, that was it. So me and my brother were both um, not circumcised. <laughs> and my brother ended up, he ended up, was he was circumcised back when, gosh, he was probably in third or fourth grade, fifth grade, maybe he, he was kind of playing with it too much and pulled it back and ripped it kind of what I did. <laughs> but he was a lot younger than I was. So, you know, he went to my mom and said, Hey, look, this is what happened. And he had to go get it, uh, get circumcised too. So, you know, both of us kind of failed, or I guess, you know, they didn't, didn't work out the way they had planned, but um, you know, there actually is a group that it's a group of men, I can't think of the name, but they go around, they do like demonstrations and protests and shit around the country uh -huh. saying that um, they weren't, they never chose to be circumcised and they want to put an end to circumcision because they've, you know, violated their human rights or they didn't have their consent and all this stuff. So I didn't, I don't really understand that part of it. Um, but um, yeah, there's a group of people that do that. I heard about them on a podcast, actually, yeah. so I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, and they had one, um, I think, shortly after we moved up here to the Twin Cities, they had a big demonstration about it, and there was, like, when I say big, it was, like, six people, but it was on the news. <laughs> <laughs> Many supporters. <laughs> yeah, was, I remember seeing it, there was, like, a, they have, like, um, like, signs that says, you know, don't cut me, I didn't ask to be cut, or whatever, <laughs> and I was just, like, you know, I don't. I don't never got into it that much, but you know, I guess some some people feel they were 
were violated uh, without getting consent from the newborn baby. So, you know, more power to them, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) I almost wonder if this goes back to like when they thought that like for the longest time like babies like couldn't feel pain like i thought because that was like a thing in like in like science like medicine for like till weirdly recently they were like oh no babies like can't feel pain like they won't remember anything (laughs) but now we're like no they absolutely can what are you talking about i was gonna bring it up i think i think i know actually the origin of it because if you look at the bible like they have there's in there like don't eat pork so that's why a lot of like jews and muslims kind of don't because there's a tradition (laughs) of it and it's the same thing with circumcision is like i guess you couldn't it was harder to clean it back then yeah same with same with pork you couldn't like prepare pork very well so that's why that tradition's there is just because like oh like you couldn't do it now but i think now you can properly clean pork you can properly clean right uncircumcised penis uh, to my recollection that's kind of what the hospital's stance is too they're like oh don't you want your son to you know be normal quote unquote or don't you know it's easier to clean and all this other stuff which you know yeah i guess technically it's easier to clean but from everything i've read that's like just like not true like if you're like like a competent human being like it doesn't seem right. like, like it would actually yeah, I mean, be like that it, much harder no it pulls back yeah and, yeah and then it goes back over like it's not that hard but uh i don't know i think people just want to fit in that's the american thing you know they just want to fit in they just want their son or you know whatever to look like you know their dad or or look like you know the rest of society but um you know i think there's i think there's a there's a big movement that's kind of leaning away from that because there's really no medical necessity to it well i think you're now our podcast official penis expert honestly yeah like i mean specifically like foreskin related questions oh yeah (laughs) yes i mean i know i know a lot about my penis i don't know a lot about everyone else's penis so um I will take your crown and I will wear it proudly. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, Elliot has kids. Yeah. So I'll I'll get back to those, but thank you for joining us. Yeah, not a problem. If you guys uh, need me to jump on any other time, I'd love to come on and tell you some other weird shit. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) We're always always looking for weird shit. So (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. And we're back. We're back. We hope you enjoyed uh, our conversation with Elliot. I know I did. I learned a lot. I feel very informed about foreskin now. (laughs) Yeah, like I know I knew the story, but it's like one of those like good horror movies where you're just like, ooh, I think I got more out of it this time. I'm like, I remember it, but it's like, the details are still just like horrifying. Just like Paranormal Activity 3, honestly, just like that. Yeah. So that was great. Um, So now we're going to get into our rotating topics, and we actually have a new one this week. Uh, This one, (laughs) so this is one that we have laughed about for a while, actually. Um, And it is, what the fuck is this wish ad? Because if you've been on Facebook or really anywhere online in the recent uh, past, you've probably gotten some of these ads from wish.com, which I still honestly don't even entirely understand what it is, but it's like a shopping website from China where things are like a dollar or like just yeah. freakishly cheap. And I guess you 
you have to like log into the app, I think, to actually order stuff or like to see the prices, but you order it. And then I guess it very slowly gets shipped over, you know, from China and arrives to you. But the ads are just absolutely insane. Like they just show you photos of things and you're like, I have no idea what that could possibly be. I don't know what I'm looking at. Like, what is that? They're saying it's a dollar. What? (laughs) It's like a glove, but like each finger has like a dildo on it. Like that's like legitimately what a wish.com ad is. And you're just like, who needs this? It'll be like, a cock ring but like with spikes and then like an elephant attached and you're like excuse me yeah it's truly just the most insane things like i can't even describe so on that note i'm going to attempt to describe wish ads to joe and he's gonna try to guess what i'm describing and then i'll send him the image and we'll you know discuss it together and we're gonna be posting the ads on our Instagram so that you guys can see the visuals as well and weigh in yourselves on what you think these things are. So to start us off, Joe, are you ready? I don't think I am, but we're just gonna <laughs> we're just gonna go for it. <laughs> okay, excellent. I'm not really ready either, but we're just gonna go for it anyway. So this first one that I'm looking at, um it says these items are $16, which seems steep by Wish ad standards. Yeah, I'm going to say I that's like a most, million. I swear like most things are like a dollar or like yeah. $3. Um, there's two things in this image, and they both look like exceptionally long dildos. Okay. So picture like one is black, one is like flesh colored. So picture like your typical dildo. But then extend it, I would say, like, four to five times the length of a normal dildo. Hmm. Okay. So, so we're, we're talking, ta- okay, so, like, lengthwise, are we talking, like, so definitely larger than, like, a foot? Yes, yes. Like, I would say this thing, I can't tell the scale is the thing, because you can never tell the scale in Wish Ads. Yeah. So this thing could be tiny, this thing could be huge, but, like, proportionally... If these things were the size of a, like a normal dildo, mm-hmm. this dildo would be like two to three feet long. Okay. But a normal dildo girth still. So just extremely long. Oh, so you could just like put it in the other side of the room and still be able to... I guess. I guess. <laughs> like it extends across the room. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe this is for like socially distanced sex club. Like maybe Good. that's what this is for. Um, you know, so someone can stand a safe distance, but still like, you yeah. know, be reaching over. I, it's like I you're don't know. jousting, but with dildos. <laughs> yes, exactly. So then on the end, they've got like, it, it almost looks like a suction cup calling back to like our old episode that yeah. we, we discussed with the unicorn horn. I can't tell if these are actually suction cups on the end, but they might be like one end has like something that kind of looks like a base or suction cup type thing. And that's it. That's all there is to describe. Um, oh, there's also some kind of ridges along the, the dildos, if that helps. But I, um, yeah, I don't know. So like, what do you think these are? Do you think they're super long dildos? So is there like a, um, is there like an animal and or like larger piece to it that like is included in this? There's nothing. Okay. No. So it's like two dildos, rather long, and it's 
are they separated or are they connected somehow? They're separate. So it's like a two pack. Okay. I'm trying to think of so is it just an extra long dildo? Like is that is that what it is? Or I can't Im- is it like I a guess. weird shape or something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Are you ready to see the image? Yeah, go ahead and send it All to right. me. I can't Here. I can't picture what this Oh. Yeah, it's like a like almost like a rainbow, but just like a dildo. Yeah. So like that's like decent to what I was picturing. It's like yeah. but you like you're saying like it has like the like ring around the edge, I guess. But it looks like fairly like you were saying, like pretty small around. Yeah. Huh. So so I don't know. But we'll post a picture. You guys yeah. can weigh in on what you think it is, because we don't know. I have no idea. So I, I still stick with my jousting dildo. Like, that's what I think it looks like. Okay, that's fair. I get that. Because you right. can't reasonably be close to someone and use that. No, no, it's definitely for distance. Yeah. All right. So the next ones are actually two. And they're kind, they kind of seem to be a little bit related. They, it's two separate items, and they showed up next to each other in the ad but they're separate listings, but I'll just explain both. So this first one is listed at $34, which again seems insane for Wish. Like that seems like way too much. It is a, it looks to be a male mannequin torso. Okay. So is the display. And then like a it's CPR wearing dummy or something. Yeah, well, like a mannequin you'd see in like an underwear section of like a store okay. for men. So it it's like some men's boxer briefs. So they're black, they're okay. tight, they're fairly short. Um, but then they've got like where the like the fly would be. They just have a hole. <laughs> so is it like you would add your own attachments? I'm guessing. I, I. Yes. I huh. I don't know. I, I'm trying to think that maybe this is like you insert your own like dildo of choice through the hole and then the boxer briefs like hold it onto your body and it's kind of like a harness situation. Hmm. I think. But I'm not sure. So then let me describe the second ad to you. This one is listed at $2, which seems like a much better wish deal. Mm-hmm. Um, this shows a, it's a plastic crotch bulge. I don't know how else to describe it. Okay. It's like a plastic jockstrap cup mm-hmm. type thing that you can insert their show. They show a man literally inserting it into his underwear, like into like tidy. Oh, so it's like for like dudes. It's to like to enhance your junk. Yeah. It's, it's to give huh. you like a huge bulge but like an abnormally large bulge. Like they show before and after and the after is just like unreasonable. Like it looks ridiculous. So it's like a rounded cup, but then it has like the outline of a dick, like a dick imprint to make it look, I guess, realistic. But who's the sad person buying this? I know. That's so depressing. You can get a one piece set or a two pack. If in case you need more than one. 
So in case and you they need come the in different dish. colors. Why do they come in different colors? No one's gonna see the color. Wait, okay, by different colors, do you mean different skin tone colors? No, like I mean red? blue. I mean there's a smurf <laughs> one. <laughs> like, like straight up it comes in blue. Okay. <laughs> um yeah. So let me just show you these two images. Okay. So this is the kind of like harness. It's a weird harness. As you, can, really as you can see, it's just like a hole. Yeah. Huh. And then... Wait, are they just selling the underwear or does like the torso thing come with it? No, I think it's just the underwear, but it oh. seems insane for $34. That I mean, I, like, I'm not paying $34 for like any underwear. Come on. Um, and then this is the this is the bulge kit. Ew. Do you see like, the after shot? Do you see you're like describing how... it well, but it's yes. like somehow worse than what I imagined. Ew. Yeah, yeah. It's really bad. It's, yeah. It's only $2, though. Okay. So you so, two hey, can have just like an unreasonable bulge for $2. <laughs> listeners, like, go for it. Like, Test it out. Tweet at us how it goes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you've just bought something from Wish, tweet if at us. If you've bought like, anything from Wish, can you describe the experience? We, I would love to, and I'm scared to do it myself. So if anyone actually has shopped on Wish please reach out and let us know. I'm legitimately curious. So like my prediction is like, if you bought like a dildo on Wish, if you were to insert such item, mm -hmm. my theory is that it would just like explode. Like it, this seems like too cheap. Yeah. Like it has to be the worst material on earth. Like nothing good seems to come from it. Yeah, no, that's incredibly accurate. I, I would not want anything from wish in or near my body no oh gosh yeah so i have one last one this one's a quick one because it's i don't even know um it's listed at eight dollars on wish and it literally looks like garbage or either like a piece of extremely moldy food Ew. poorly wrapped in like cling wrap like saran wrap and that's it. it. Like, it's just like a square. Oh, it's a square. I was thinking like it was like a shitty dildo. No, it's a square. And what can you do with a square? It literally looks like it's trash. It looks like someone's really old <laughs> leftovers that they left like in their lunchbox for too long. Oh, where are you going to put a square though? Like, And it's $8 nothing, on Wish. Like, There's I, nothing sensual about a square. Like, Okay, like I gotta see it now. Like, what? I can't imagine. I mean, what, I don't think everything like a, from Wish needs to be like inherently like sexual. Like, it could no. just be random stuff. But I just, it literally, like, look at this. It literally looks like they're selling trash. Oh. It looks, yeah, it looks moldy. Like, what the hell is that? And why is it $8? Ew. Yeah, no, like, it just looks like you had a sandwich that got from like, grade school and you forgot to take it out and then all of a sudden you find it and you're like oh this thing's like from literal years ago and it's yeah. just here now yeah so that photo led me and andrew to discuss like what do you these wish ads feel just like a crazy algorithm where like they literally just pull a random image from the internet and stick like a dollar amount on it like that's kind of how the wish ads feel because they're so absurd you're just like i don't even know what that is why would i buy it yeah that are like 
I think what you're saying is like scale is important because <clears throat> I remember someone buying something online and it was like ridiculously cheap and then they get it and it's like a Lego. Basically. Well, have you ever, yeah, have you ever seen those ones on Amazon and stuff where people order like, they're like, yeah, I ordered this really great furniture and it was super cheap and then it's, it's literally doll furniture and it's like mm-hmm. a couch that's like that big. <laughs> yeah. So I wonder if these are just like literally like two centimeter dildos that you get too. Probably. I hope so. But like yeah. Even your, so. even your clit would be like, this is disappointing. Why did you? <laughs> I'm displeased. <laughs> <laughs> this is really random, but um, just like sex toys in general. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see, this is like a long time ago, because I don't know how, why anyone would ever buy these. But you know, like the pocket vagina things. Heck yeah. So yeah. like I saw an ad like a long time ago and they were like Halloween themed pocket vaginas. We may need to go include an image. Oh, like they're horrifying. Like they're decorated? Like what do you mean themed? Like, like, okay. So like at the end of it, like usually it's like, I guess like a vagina shape at the end. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'd hope so. So like this one, you'd have like a pumpkin at the end that you would like, or like Frankenstein's head or like a what? witch's head. No. Why? Or just like a random zombie or like horror monster type thing. Like yeah, Nobody like asked for no. that. No one. <laughs> I saw these and I was like, who would buy this? Like why do you need a seasonal no. pocket pussy? Why do you need that? Also, how many do you need? Is not is one not do good? Do you enough? have one for every season? <laughs> yeah. like, right? Oh my god. Yeah, I've always, like, I don't know why, but that, I'll be, like, 90 years old, and that ad will stay with me. Cause We've just, talked like, about a lot of disturbing stuff, honestly, on this podcast, and I think that tops it for me. Like, that, the type of person who would buy that let me see upset, if I can get upsets me a lot. You. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like you need to see it. Oh, my God. Like, I love Halloween, like, more than the average person. Like, Halloween is my favorite holiday, and still... I'm not out here buying like, like a Jack Skellington dildo. I mean, I'm no. sure they, I'm sure you can get that at a Hot Topic near you, but like, I'm not buying it. Wow. So I, so I Googled it and like one of the things that popped up was just a dude having sex with a pumpkin. So that's cool. Oh, oh my. So like, just a warning, <laughs> like mm. general Google warning. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I'm not getting them. I don't know why, but I swear they exist. Okay, I'm no, I'm fully, fully believe you that they exist because why would they not? But my imagination could not create such an abomination. No, the darkest corners of your mind could not create that. Wow. All right. Well, that concludes our segment of, um, you know, what the hell is this wish ad? But I'll post the images on our Instagram so you guys can check them out and weigh in. Let me know what you guys think. And with that, we'll get to our final topic, which I guess is just pretty much crossing into our random chatter at this point. Um, But we've got to finally talk about unsolved mysteries. I know we're late to the party here, but, but Joe is very slow in watching them but he finally did. So we're here to discuss now. So where would you like to to begin? 
Well, I did have to move during COVID. So that's why like it slowed way things down. I didn't like watch any TV for like a good two week period. So Ugh, you bum just moving, life. moving to a new state, starting a new job. Come on, get your priorities in line. Yeah, it took a lot. But anyway, okay, let's see. I'm trying to think of where to begin. I feel like the one that doesn't get talked about a whole lot is the French dude. Okay, I loved that one. That one I do too. was really good and people didn't really, it didn't resonate with a lot of people for some reason, but I really liked that one because he is definitely alive somewhere. Yeah, like, okay, I don't get how he could like be that efficient at burying, what would that be, four kids and then his wife. So five bodies that he had to like bury at his own house. Mm-hmm. And then like he just like casually drove around France for like 10 days or more. Then eventually like went to the mountains and like was never seen again. So I, so my theory is that he had an accomplice because I feel like he had to. Well, yeah, someone had to get him out of France. Like there's no way that that, that didn't work. But I also think he, he had an it? accomplice like in, in the house because. Oh, because I don't think based on everything they were saying, like, I don't think he was just like physically capable so of all big, of that stuff. My big question though is, so like the reason that he was a family murderer was like, he was broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did he pull this all off? Like, and they were just saying it's like, it's like sweet ass time going around France. Like, I mean, like, I know you could put stuff on a credit card and not have to pay immediately with it, but just like, to pull everything off if he was going to hire an accomplice like how did he hire them like how did he get transportation out of the country and was so well hidden for like i think that was like 2010 or something like that like he's been hidden for a while yeah no it's crazy i don't i don't have like a good explanation but yeah i mean maybe he had been secretly like hiding money away for a long time or something like maybe he had like a secret stash but then too like why that wasn't enough, obviously, to, like, support their lifestyle and support a whole family, but, like, enough for him to, like, run away. Also, just, like, that last kid seemed, like, so egregious. That was so weird when the guy, like, when he called him back afterwards. Like, yeah. Because I feel like you, he... you didn't have to do that. You could have just ghosted at that point. So my theory is that... He was going to keep him alive, which I think everyone agree with. But my reasoning yeah. is, is because I think he did it because I think he called him back because um, he was worried. I think the kid would find out whenever he didn't hear from his family for like two weeks, like something's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one so given him enough time for his whole master plan. But yeah, it is really weird that he went on the whole like journey and then, but I guess he just set up the whole journey basically after he ran away or whatever to like Mm -hmm. be like oh i'm gonna go kill myself but then like he clearly didn't like it was clearly a setup he was basically waving to the camera that he was like going off into the mountains or whatever so no i think he's definitely alive like in south america or something now i was also relatively close to a couple of them so the um hate crime dude is like 20 miles i think like just a little bit south and to the west of me in kansas and then the lady with the six kids who killed like husbands and shit, she's just like some miles away east on Missouri. And then my cousin, like he lives in Great Barrington where all the aliens and stuff happened. Wow. 
yeah lots of local connections Love right it. i was like the last three i was like holy crap i'm like right by like i, <laughs> I know people and like i right by all these this is weird but um yeah some of them for me were like less unsolved and more just like this sucks like the 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 hate crime one yeah it's like well no shit it's not solved because they didn't even try (laughs) no well it was sad because like you know what happened it's just you don't know Mm -hmm. the specific person or people but it's like well no of course it's unsolved because like it didn't even ever they didn't attempt to solve it It, so that one was just sad i was like this sucks so my theory on it is like he did not die at the party Mm -hmm. because i feel like that's way too many people okay and I feel like they would spill at some point. You know what I mean? Like, if even if it's not just, like... Because I feel like you can, like, keep a tight wrap on, like, three or four people. But if that's what they were describing, which is, like, you had a huge house, like, full of people. Like, how are you not going to keep everyone in that house, like, silent on a murder? Yeah. I know it's, like, race involved. But still, I'm like, after all these years, like, someone's going to spill. Yeah. No, so I, I think like it was, like, one to, person like, or, like, a small group of people, yeah. like, followed him or, like led him somewhere else i feel like that one's gonna get solved though i think so just because of the attention of unsolved mysteries now like i i'm sure they will be reopened and they will actually look into it now but yeah it's just like they didn't even try before so that's why it was unsolved which sucks so i feel like podcast because it's like so close to our show we have to talk about ash cuddler oh yeah i started on that guy okay so so, like, if you haven't, I don't know why you're listening to this if you haven't watched Unsolved yeah, Mysteries. Yeah, just skip a few minutes if you but, haven't watched, but spoilers, obviously. <laughs> right, but, like, okay, there's a guy on there, and uh, his wife died, and so whenever they found the bones, like, he made the examiner put the bones back together so he could see his wife again and then left them to be alone for a while. (laughs) And then he got the ashes and he sleeps with the ashes. It's so creepy. That guy. Okay. So we all agree. He obviously did it, right? Like we all agree. Like who else? I mean, like it could, I mean, like it theoretically could be some random person, but there was a 13 minute gap to where she was like last seen. It seems like really, really short for her to like leave her like what was it hair salon, nail salon, something like hair that. Hair salon, yeah. Yeah. So yes, this is episode two, I think that we're talking about now. But it's just so insane. Like he obviously did it because he he's so creepy. He was so possessive with her. Like it, my theory is that he found out that she was trying to leave him because she was yeah. like trying to get a di- or was going to try to get a divorce and he found out about it and he killed her or he had someone else kill her but i don't know i i still think that he could have been the one to actually do it people are saying that like he couldn't have possibly like with his alibi or whatever but i think there was time well here's my theory on it everything that he had that supported that like he wasn't there had to do with his car yeah so he could just have someone drive his car and he He could still do it that's yeah pretty simple yeah Yeah. well and he was so weird about being like oh i have the receipt from this gas that i got during that specific time and it's like okay but also like that could have not been you like you could have had someone go get gas or Mm -hmm. whatever like it 
it, it's just so weird that he was like so hardcore into like having his alibi which is always suspicious like i don't have a freaking gas receipt from like weeks ago or whatever like on this specific day at this specific time you know like it's so well, that so bothered weird. me even more too whenever he said that like he was what like a criminal justice like or a um forensics oh, he, like yeah. he studied it in college he stu- he's like oh well, i studied this so i know all about it and i was like okay of course you do sure. so i'm like yeah of course you're gonna come up with a fake alibi yep like, yep yep and he was so uh that like the ashes and when he was looking at her like reassembled and all that stuff like just so many things he said were so creepy and possessive of her like when he had the ashes and he was like yeah i'd sleep with them but then like he was just keeping them in the bottom of his closet basically yeah and then he was like oh like she's with me now and that's a good thing like he was clearly so possessive which like was a huge red flag and the fact that like he didn't let his son even back into the house the next day like he changed the locks so her son couldn't get in when he lived there like everything about it is creepy i agree with you though like he's so possessive that like if he did kill her like i think the reason he didn't let the son in was like the bodies in the house that's what i thought too so this is my this is my big theory is that i think that he either killed her because they didn't find the body right away is the biggest thing like they searched everywhere like the police didn't get a warrant but he wouldn't let them in he would not let the police into the house he changed the locks immediately so that her son could not get in the house so he was the only person who could get in the house he they didn't find the body for a very long time and then they the body mysteriously mysteriously appeared like months later in this area that they had searched previously like super decayed and everything I think that he kidnapped her and killed her like in the house. I think he kidnapped her and like brought her back to the house. And I think, I actually think that he kept her alive for a while in the house. I do like, too. I, because he's, he made a comment about it, which was super creepy. You know, do you remember when he was like, yeah, I mean, I don't know why the body wouldn't show up for a while. I don't know, maybe someone kept her as their little pet or something. Like he literally said that. Uh, and like, yeah. I, I think he like had her like locked in their basement or something for like months and, or a while. And that's like why the body didn't show up right away. And also like why they don't have like a crime scene really. I think he killed her in the house and they never got in the house. So they wouldn't have found it. Yeah, I bet that gets reopened too. Cause I feel like everyone's going to be like this creep ass did it. did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So ugh, that one's so creepy, but so good. Poor son, too. I just feel poor bad for him. Son. What was his name? Pistol? Yeah, Pistol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor guy. That was so sad. Yeah, but oh, that was such a good one. Yeah. And the, okay, what other ones were there? So there was- um, the guy who like fell through the building, I feel like it's been covered everywhere. Because like, I feel one- like that's the most like, talked about one that one was the best episode or in my opinion was the best because it was it truly is so insane you're like there's nothing adds up here there's like i think the it was obviously the friend who like was involved in it somehow right that's the problem is like you know he's involved but like like, to what degree did he and there's no explanation there's no because of him yeah there's no reason yeah it's crazy so that one was super interesting but i feel like it's definitely been covered already i don't have anything like new to say about it i'm just like oh my god it's so insane um and then the alien one i just 
I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what to say about the alien one. I I'm think just, it's like, interesting cool. just like, cause it's so collective and like, I yeah. wish the problem I wish I had too, is I wish they had those like um, radio recordings that like had everyone calling in about it. I think that would be like really fascinating to hear. Yeah, that's true. And then the last one is the last episode, the, um, the mom who very clearly killed like her husband and daughter and who who knows who else but yeah that one was insane too like oh my god i haven't finished the daughter part of it but like the the, okay it's like clear as day she killed the husband like even the daughter is on tape like saying like this is what happened this is what i saw the other daughter's like she's like cleaning with bleach in the house i was like the daughter literally saw it Yeah. yeah so that one's like obvious i just can't believe that she's still out there like they haven't like gotten her for anything that's yeah. insane to me it's like it's not unsolved we know who did it she's right, right. there <laughs> like oh my god yeah it's it's just so weird i think that one will get reopened though too now because it's so it's just so obvious yeah she's like the carol baskins of unsolved oh mysteries. my god she is the, well and that guy mr yeah. ash cuddler is the, mm. <laughs> the new carol baskin <laughs> yeah but god it's super interesting all they uh, but, needed was like some tiger prints to make him even creepier oh my gosh i know but that last one reminded me of um like a bunch of episodes of forensic files are kind of along those lines where like little kids will see something they'll see their parents like murdering another parent or something or they'll see them like covering it up or like hiding the body or something and then like they don't remember it for years later or they don't realize what they saw and then they have to come back and be like oh my dad murdered my mom or whatever and I was there like crazy stuff like that but yeah I feel like that's like a weirdly common theme (laughs) oh gosh yeah but so good so if you haven't watched unsolved mysteries yet um give it a watch it's very much worth it sorry for literally all the spoilers but yeah sorry for the massive spoilers if you haven't watched it but like at this point we gave you plenty of time there's no excuse (laughs) (laughs) um Uh, but yeah i guess to wrap it up i don't know anything anything going on in your life anything new exciting i'm trying to think of anything cool um I don't know if I've said it officially on here, but yeah, all moved to Kansas City. Pretty much everything's furnished, got curtains up, started the job. So, I mean, like super lucky to start a job in COVID, like too, like I feel like super fortunate. But yeah, it's uh, it's been super fun. It's been neat being in Kansas City. Still sucks that like still going on. So I can't really like explore the city to a certain degree. It is relatively funny though, because um, I guess if you're not knowledgeable of the area, it's like Kansas City is pretty much directly on the line of like Kansas and Missouri. So you do have a Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri. And so like I'll be traveling if I need to use Google, it'll literally give me updates of like, congratulations, you're in Kansas. Congratulations, you're in Missouri. Like literally like every <laughs> just to, day. Just like go to the store. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, I know. Like I live here. So it's like, right. I live like three miles from Missouri and I'm in Kansas. So like it's <laughs> not hard to cross. <laughs> yeah. That's funny yeah awesome that's fun also i have a really cute um farmer's market like right next to my apartment on saturdays that's adorable so yeah it's really cute it's fun get to like get some good food that's like made by like people like rule and stuff like that so local artisans (laughs) local artisans (laughs) love it and there's a random taco truck that's like half 
hippie, half Hispanic, but it's really good food. And I love it because like the hip, the hippies are like, let's have all this weird shit. And the Hispanics are like, yeah, but let's make it good. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Love that>. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think I really have any updates. Again, not much has changed in my life. California got locked down like again, and it's just never going to end. So um, <laughs> and we're not like officially, officially locked down, but they rolled back didn't all the, the stuff. So didn't California surpass New York or something? Yeah, we've got the most yeah. cases of like anywhere. It's But I mean, a big part of that is just like California is also the biggest state. Like, right. California is the fifth largest economy in the world, which is absolutely mm-hmm. insane if you think about it. We're just one state, but um, we just have so many people here that like our numbers are crazy just because of the sheer number of people that live here. But you know, it is, I mean, it's bad. Like San Diego specifically doesn't feel awful. I mean, our cases have been rising. LA is really bad. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they announced already that San Diego and LA school districts are not going back at all like in the fall it's gonna be remote only in the fall like officially now so yeah it's just interesting it's weird but yeah i don't know i miss like just, going out to eat and like going to bars i guess i don't know just like normal thing. like normal stuff yeah. that's like tough to like being in like a new town where i like don't know anyone it's like i don't know how to get to know anyone and like if i can be around anyone so it's just like weird and tough yeah yeah, it's strange. It's weird enough being here where I do know people and I'm just like, oh, but we can't really like see you. <laughs> yeah. I'm lucky that I get to go into an office and just like curiosity. It's like an office of like four people. So it's not like super dangerous, but at least like that's like the highlight of like, oh, cool. I get to like see people face to face. Yeah. Nice. Like human interaction. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh, we've did... done a few outdoor things, but nothing crazy. I did tell Sarah I had like a, I went to Costco and I like felt full like Craigslisty where like, there was a girl that I like kept running into and she was cute. And like the only reason I remembered her was like, cause she was cute. And I was like, Oh shit, I'm feeling like Craigslisty here. <laughs> oh no, I'm one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I legit, you, should, like, you should post a misconnection. <laughs> I should. I legit went to the opposite side of the store. Cause I was like, I feel too creepy. I'm running into her too many. And then I kept running into her after that. I was like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I miss just like going to Costco even. I guess I could technically still go to Costco. I think they are open, but yeah. Costco's crazy enough on like a normal day. I don't really want to go there during a pandemic. So what do you guys do for groceries? Just go to the grocery store. Oh, okay. So you still go. <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah, if you yeah. like Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like getting it online or something like that. Or um, I mean, up. I've done a few of like the you know how Amazon Prime does the like Whole Foods deliveries or whatever because they own them um we have a whole foods really close to our house so i've done that delivery a few times um and it's good it comes in like a few hours it's usually pretty fast so that's fun i've done instacart a few times as well but honestly i don't really feel that unsafe just like going to the grocery store i did that more in like the beginning when everyone was like freaking out but now that we kind of like know a little bit more about covid i guess i i feel a little bit better about just like going out in public like i'm like okay as long as i'm wearing a mask and not getting super close to people and i just like use some hand sanitizer when i get back in the car like i'm i don't feel horribly stressed out about it so yeah no i just go to the store the um uh what i was gonna tell you and we're recording in advance so like things could be way different by the time this comes out but um, who knows we don't really go political but this one's just like so interesting to me so the um 
Did you hear the governor of Oklahoma got COVID? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> of course. I oh, mean, of Oklahoma. course. Of and course he's like, he still like, just like, uh, yeah, like, I'm going to be fine. And like, we're going to like keep everything open. I'm just like, dude, you've got it. Like, you actually got it. But um, yeah, still like no politics. But uh, I just <sighs> thought it was, I just thought it was like interesting that he specifically got it. Yeah. I mean, at least Tulsa is making people wear masks now. But yeah, Tulsa's been better um it's still like i think it's pretty high there still but yeah Yeah, i mean their cases have been going up just like everywhere just like everywhere else (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah but mm, not good not good so basically we're gonna be california is probably just gonna be locked down forever and i'll just you know never get out again it's fine (laughs) it's fine i'm fine (laughs) no sex clubs for us even if they're open Uh, damn it (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up then for this episode. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. If you want to be um, our next amazing guest, uh, we've got a few coming up, but um, always room for more friends. So let us know. Or if you w- wish to remain anonymous, send us your stories and we'll read them for you. Yeah, get excited for the next episode. I know who the guest is. I won't spoil it, but I'm we've excited for it. We've got a very special it. guest coming up for the next one. Going to get into some spicy stories, I hope. A little mm-hmm. blast from the past, maybe. Hand, hand. Yeah, yeah, we went to the high school with them, so I'm excited. This goes way back. Yeah. All right. Um, but on that note, we'll see y'all next week. Um, you know, subscribe, rate, review, follow us on socials, and peace and blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings, y'all. Bye. Bye.